Lucas. 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 Will you listen? I need to check one pronunciation. I think it's Sinusure. Sinusure. I have to remember to say Sinusure. Okay. There's a spoiler. That's ruined it now. Yeah, it's ruined it. Definitely going to leave that in. <laughs> Which means we started. <laughs> I hope you didn't get the first bit. Um, <laughs> we got it all. We just won't leave it in. Edit it out. Exactly. Welcome to Look at Will You Listen. Two old radio heads going through six topics in around 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. And bear in mind, we don't know what each other's subjects are. And you're welcome to contribute. Look at that uniquemedia.ie or tweet look at podcast on Twitter. There, there is the, the, the aircon unit here is making buzzing noises at times. I think it needs a service, which I've ordered. But uh, just in case you hear every now and again, that's what it is. <laughs> and it just sounds a bit odd. You have the gas again, Al. Yes, exactly. It's my age, and that's the excuse I'm using. That's why I won't come into the studio. I remember what happened last time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we've got to say, uh, you're not in today, but then I, I had to change the uh, the timing <laughs> due to uh, due to other commitments. So we're recording this on Thursday afternoon. Not that it makes that much of a difference. It's good to see you at any time. It is always good to see you. I have I have research. Oh, prepared to talk about it yeah well there you go well again yes. this was arranged yesterday normally it's it's about half four or five o'clock on a thursday afternoon <clears throat> excuse me that i do my research so i yes. had to do it early today putting real work aside unbelievable and that's what commitment is i'm telling you i was listening to for whatever reason i got really into loads of new podcasts this week i was like i have to find some something new to listen to because i'm you know hanging on for my my few weekly hits yep uh and so some some podcasts are phenomenally researched, and I was really enjoying. I was enjoying this week. There's I only listened to one episode of this one, and it's called "You're Wrong About." And I was listening to it because I'm interested in the whole cancel culture. Mm-hmm. What is that about? That's a bit scary. So this one was about the Dixie Chicks, who are now called the Chicks. So it was yeah. "You're Wrong About the Chicks versus the Iraq War." Oh. And it was just all about, it was about an hour and a half of incredibly well-researched data about that whole thing. It was very interesting. And isn't isn't that similar to what we do here? That, and I was thinking. The <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I was thinking, because some, some of them were talking about things that they'd spent months researching, and I was like, that's a bit like what we do. It's not completely like what we do. It's a bit like what we do without the research. Yeah. But they mightn't have been having as much fun as we were having. Exactly. They weren't. There's no question. They weren't. But I was very interested in what they had to say. Hmm. I'm delighted for you. Actually, do you know what I did? Because I, 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 in order to... I, I, it's not laziness, it's recycling, right? So I went yes. back to some notes from some of the early editions. And what, what we normally do... I'll show you my notes now, right? So we have current affairs and I have a story under current affairs here. Culture, yes. a story under culture. Load of top tens, some other bits and pieces. And I went to the first couple that we did. All I had for current affairs was one line. And <laughs> what was that? One line for each. I can't remember what it was. It's just that, how the <laughs> hell did we get 30 minutes out of that? And yet we did. We did. <laughs> so in comparison, yes. we are exceptionally well researched. <laughs> in comparison to ourselves. Yes. We are winning. Exactly. We're up, baby cakes. <laughs> Let me tell you, we know what we're doing here. We are progressing as podcasters. Exactly. 
Actually, I must listen back just to see how the hell we did <laughs> get the time out of one. Like, it was just one line. I think one of them was uh, your favourite job ever. That was it. I think we could get 30 minutes out of one word. Okay, I'm not going I to. I think that we could. I don't know if you can hear my emails coming in there. I don't know how to switch that stupid notification off. It's not coming so through. Annoying. Not coming no, through this end, which is more than can be said for... <laughs> My aircon unit. Yeah, that's what, that's what we call it. Your aircon unit. <laughs> Actually, I have it turned off. Intestinal challenges. Exactly. I'm going to turn it back on because there we go. Um, <laughs> it, 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 so they are coming out to, uh, to to do it to do a service on it. By the time you get back in here, it will be serviced. Amazing. I look forward to it. I'm with telling you. Breath. Um, so we might try next week one word, and let's see how far we can get out of one word. Well, we did more with less in the old days. <laughs> we did. <laughs> to be fair. Um, I think we do quite well. I think we need to listen back to one or two of them and just see how the hell we managed, as I say. <laughs> Shall we start? We're uh, nearly six minutes in. Current affairs. Ooh. So, sports. Uh, as, as we okay. You, you saw me. I was taking a drink of coffee. Don't throw that at me. Don't say sports as if you know what you're talking about when I'm, when I'm having a drink of coffee. Well, always when I do a sporty story, there's an angle that I like because obviously I don't speak sports and I'm not that passionate about anything other than online Pilates right now and I quite like swimming. Competitive Pilates. Competitive online Pilates. So, yes, Paula Donovan, Fintan McCarthy, they won a thrilling lightweight double skulls final in Tokyo on Thursday to claim the country's first Olympic gold medal since 2012, according to breakingnews.ie. And this is, according to the truth. This is happens. like real current affairs. It's to be, And to be it fair, is. it's been covered elsewhere, I think. I'm not sure I may have heard about it. But the angle being, the angle that appealed to me yeah. being that the Donovans always have something to say that just makes you go, oh, that's why I love being Irish. So what he said now on on this historic achievement is that his mom might be mad at him because he says, I've been ignoring her all the while, so she's going to be fairly annoyed when I get home. <laughs> I get the back of the hand across the face, I'd say, he told RTE. And I did hear the mom today on RTE Radio 1 uh, saying that he was so relaxed. If he was any more relaxed, he'd be a corpse. Something along those lines. She definitely used the word corpse, and that cracked me up. So uh, he doesn't forget where he comes from and who he needs to ring. So the moral of this story is it doesn't matter what you do in life, what you achieve, where you go, who you go there with. Ring your mom. Oh, yeah. Tell her you're around. Tell her Tokyo's lovely, and you're going to bring her back a magnet to the fridge. That's that's all you need to do. You know, I remember, all you need to do. I remember as a young fellow when I might have stayed out overnight at times. And I always rang home to let them know I was going to a party <laughs> or whatever I, whatever excuse I used. But at least I did. And my other brother didn't. And I remembered that. And they were happy enough once they once they got a call to say, you know, yeah, I'm off doing whatever. But they were happy once they got the call. But to get to get back to the O'Donovan guys, uh, we've worked with them a, a good few times. They're two lovely guys. And Everyone says that. they are. They're really, Everybody. really, really nice. And and I can't. I tend to forget to differentiate between them. But the one who just got the medal, um, he's a oh. very funny guy. Well, the pair of them are very funny. Well, I heard him on on the radio. I think it was this morning. And and somebody interviewed him. And said, you know, so so you you know yeah nobody's you're unbeatable. You really are unbeatable. What makes you unbeatable? And he said, well, we're not unbeatable. We just haven't been beaten yet. <laughs> Which is absolutely true. 
Was it the Germans they beat by something like 0.86 yeah. of a second? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not unbeatable, but still the best. Oh, absolutely. And listen, that 0.6, it doesn't matter whether it's 0.6. You, you, they came first and fair play. They came first. Uh, you know, what a difference 0.8 of a second can make in life. And I think it's a shame that it was on in the middle of the night as well. If it had been on during the day, uh, a lot more people would have would have seen it. Not that we won't all see it on the news or on, on, online or whatever. But. That would have been so great to see it. It's one of the only sports that I'd be a bit interested in watching because I used to always have romantic notions of doing rowing in college uh, to make friends outside of my immediate class or a group of friends. But they used to have to get up at six o'clock in the morning and do horrible things. Oh, so yeah. it never happened. But I, I enjoy the concept and I would actually quite like to walk. Where, where, where was the rowing club? Was it up on the Liffy there, is it? It's somewhere that is too far away from my bed at 6am. <laughs> I think anywhere is too far away anywhere. from your bed at 6am. <laughs> Hence the reason Neve does not do breakfast radio anymore. And that's why I'm not in Tokyo right now. Yeah, because you would be if... If I had gotten up when I was in college. Exactly. I didn't. But there are so many people from RTE over there. There seems to be an awful lot of them. I'm not giving out. I mean, they obviously need them to cover whatever. I'm, I'm surprised you probably could have gone over if you wanted. I was chatting to a couple of the sportscasters before they were going off and they were um, they were looking forward to it, but with a lot of trepidation yeah. because, you know, if anything happened, they'd be stuck in a small hotel room for two weeks quarantining or, you know, it's a difficult, I think it's, it's a ton of work normally. Oh, there is, but it's yeah. More, more crack normally, but... Yeah. This is just all the work minus the crack. Plus, you're traveling internationally during a global pandemic and you might get locked into a hotel room, which I think happened to some of the Scottish crew. I think some of the Beeb, a couple of them had to quarantine. They had to isolate. That's right. There's a mate of mine over there, Con Murphy, and um, I was on to him an email yesterday or the day before, and he's putting up on Twitter some of the some of the food and whatever that he's having. And I was just saying, you know, um, we were talking about some other piece of work and I, I ended up with just saying, I don't envy you over there with, with some of those images of food I mean, and he just came back and said I can't tell you how much I'm missing brown bread mashed spuds and, and other Irish things because it would be my absolute dream to go and eat my way around Japan at some point just eat absolutely amazing Japanese food but that's not what's happening to them there they have 15 minutes where they're allowed out of their yep. hotel rooms to go to the shop next door that kind of thing it doesn't sound like the easiest gig to cover the 2021 Olympics no but listen they're doing a fine job of it fine job of it and I'm thoroughly enjoying everything and what is your current affairs piece thank you very much seamless <laughs> as ever seamless seg uh, Virgin Media has told us customers to keep Wi-Fi routers out of direct sunlight in case they overheat and what happens when they overheat um, do, 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 do. I didn't read any more than the headline obviously <laughs> enough overheating is a problem um, if, it, it may slow down your connection that could have been your problem last week could have been my problem last week I could have had a hot modem Yes. We had a hot, a very hot dog last week. She was <laughs> not enjoying the heat. That could have been the problem. Interesting, because I know that phone chargers can be a fire hazard if they're left plugged in. Uh, and I know that because my mom listens to a lot of Joe Duffy, and apparently that's been on Joe Duffy. Yes. So, so it happened to one person, and well, listen, don't get me started. Phone chargers are fine to be left plugged in. Well, if my mom says to unplug a phone charger, sure, you got to sure, unplug sure. the phone, phone charger and you got to call her as well when you go to Tokyo. Sure, sure. 
Um, that's it. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. We all overheated. I can understand why the modem wouldn't want to work we in do. the middle of a heat wave. I didn't want to work in the middle of a heat wave, to be honest. I didn't want to work in general, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but one of the one of the one of the nerdy magazines said these things can usually cope usually cope with temperatures near forty degrees. So if it's kept in the shade, a heat wave shouldn't pose a problem. Interestingly, a mate of mine, um, his TV uh, stopped working. Uh, he only got really? he had no vision, only sound. And he went and bought a new TV. It wasn't it wasn't that old a TV, but it was it was probably t- nearly time for it to go. And I said I'll give it to Johnny B. I'm not sure if I remember Johnny B. Johnny B is my mate who fixes transmitters. And oh, yes. so I brought the TV into work. And before I I, I put it in in the in the we have a little TV thing uh, studio thing next door. Put it in there where it's quite cool. And I plugged it in after a day or two and turned it on and it came on. Oh. So did your friend already invest in the He new already had the set? new TV. Mm. Um and I think it was it, it's in it was in a sunroom. Okay. So keep your TVs out of the heat too. That's what I'm suggesting. Or just put some sun cream on. Exactly. And actually I was, I was speaking to to a dermatologist yesterday who told me the very same thing. It's listen, we do loads of stuff in here. You have a very diverse and colorful existence from <laughs> within that studio exactly. I think you're living the life that none of us can live during the pandemic I'm telling you winning we, we were I was doing a podcast yesterday interviewing a dermatologist and got some uh, got some well basically she said don't go out in the sun without sun cream I put on factor 50 every day and always have and look I at don't you. know look at me now I look about 23 yeah it's absolutely amazing I yeah. wouldn't have said you were that old <laughs> I wouldn't have said you looked that old but that you know I always tell everybody I look really young I think they believe me now <laughs> I just kept saying it until I kind of caught on. And th- then there's the other the other girl at NRT who looks exactly like you. There is. There are a few people who allegedly look exactly like me, who I've been mixed up with. And all of us seem to work generally in the media and communications area. Um, there was a picture in the... Some people actually got on to me to tell me I looked great in the RT guide. And I said, thanks. I mean, I wasn't in the RT guide, but I was 100% taking credit for it. Oh, yeah. It was another lady who was dressed as Queen Maeve and standing beside John Creedon. And I looked at it and I thought, if I was looking at that, I genuinely would think it was me. Now, other people, some people disagree, but she looks very like me. But there is another girl that I've I said to you and she came yes. into the canteen when we were having a cup of tea one day. And she like has the glasses. She, she was really like you. Doppelganger. Yes. I'll be all doppelganger. Yes, it all comes back to the paranormal in the end. Exactly, it does, doesn't it? It always does uh, with us. We haven't done anything about, about death with you for, for a while, actually. I made a concerted effort to stay off that topic because I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it to become too creepy. Hmm. So uh, I've, I've come up with lighter, lighter subjects. Okay, well, let's go to culture <laughs> then. Time for Bach. Time for Bach. Uh, one of my favorite things in life, as you know, is, is language and words. I love words. So this week I looked up the 60 most beautiful words in the English language and how to use them. Ooh. So uh, I'm going to just read you out the top five. Uh, number five is Sinisure. Which That's the I one you were checking never, earlier on. ever heard of. Uh, yes. I think it, I believe it means a center of attention. It means a few different things. Um, but sinister, 
is is no, at number five. Ephemeral at number four, which is a word that I use and I enjoy. But I only if I use the word ephemeral, I'm either um, ripping the piss or sending a very serious email. So that's you know that right. ineffable, ineffable, which is which is a great word. Um, and I don't use the word ineffable enough because it sounds so like affable, mm -hmm. but it means something very different. Ineffable means unspeakable or indescribable. Or as my wonderful Italian friend said, he used to always say indescribable, which I really like. Oh, yeah. And we found that out using, uh, we found that out during Disney karaoke when she was singing A Whole New World. And she was talking about the indescribable feelings <laughs> and everyone, um, Everyone fell around laughing, which was un unfair and cruel. Incendiary, meaning extremely hot or flammable. And the top one yes. is labyrinth. All right. So there you go. Beautiful words in English. I'm learning Spanish at the moment, right? Yes, very, very good for your brain. Have been for a long time. Learning language. And yes. <clears throat> um, I found I it. Hang on. I thought you were learning German at one point. No, I did German, and then we went, went to Germany, and they wouldn't speak German to me. And I go, oh, yes, I course. go, I go to Spain more so. I go there on holidays, so at least I'll get a chance to use this. Um, yes. But what I found out last week was derecha, which is um, it's the word for right, as in turn right. And I was doing a thing with traffic, came up. It's also the bloody word for straight. Straight. Oh. That is, I can see how that would cause road accidents. Yes, indeed. Up to now, it's just <laughs> been right. But during the week, it came up in, in a sentence. And I was, I couldn't make head nor tail of it. Because as far as I was concerned, that sentence was telling me to go right. But that didn't yes. make sense in the, in the context. And when I went over to the thing, no, straight. How can it be straight and right? I don't know. But that sounds very like that film with Sasha... Baron Cohen, Sasha Baron Cohen. That's him. Yeah. Why is that name? Why is that name went out of my head? Anyway, where all of the words are the name of the character, or he's a, is it the dictator? Is it Alazim? Well, I can't remember what it is, but he changes all the words to his name. So yes and no are the same words, and right and left and on and off, and it's all very hilarious and confusing results. And With hilarious asks. consequences. Hilarious consequences, but that that would confuse me, and that's one of that's another reason why I will never learn Spanish. Mostly, it's laziness. <laughs> yeah, but you do what well, you speak Portuguese, you do a bit of German, you do a bit like you you have extensive uh, language knowledge anyway. I have enough to get by in most contexts, also because most people have enough English to help me out. Yeah, it is true. So that's okay with me. But listen, in my head, you speak all these languages, so let's just keep and it at that. Let's keep it that way. Exactly. I look young. I keep, yeah, keep getting younger and getting more. More languagey. Exactly. By the day, yeah. <laughs> languagey. Um, you see, and that, that leads nicely into my culturey piece. <laughs> What's your culturey piece? An overdue library book has been returned nearly 63 years late. <laughs> I just gave mine back late because all the libraries were closed and I felt like a criminal. Um, 63 years. I admire them giving that back after 63 years. What's the fine? Um, well, let's get there. It, it, it was Newcastle Man over in uh, the UK. Um, it was taken out on the 25th of November 1958. It's a first wow. edition copy of... Daryl Huff's How to Lie with Statistics and it came back with a note saying better late than never <laughs> there you are the, the fine really funny 
current rate is 15p per day and the charge would have been about £3,434. Although all fines are capped at £15. Are you in the library? Do you have a library card? I do. I haven't been in the library for a very, very long time due to COVID. But I'm a huge library fan, library lover, library user. And it's one of my favourite things. We pay our taxes. We're entitled to all of these beautiful free books and DVDs. Why wouldn't you use them? And the great thing about like... You, you can't really be late now because what happens is they'll send you an email if, when, you're, when your book is due back and you can just click on it and extend it for a week. Extend it on the online. Yeah. It's amazing. So you, don't, you can't really be late. No, I love the library. I have to say I haven't been, no more than yourself, I haven't been in a while due to, uh, due to the COVID. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great institution. It used to be my sort of treat to myself. I'd, on the day off, I'd go to the library, pick out something nice and then go and get a something sweet in the health food shop and have a great time a simple creature really i don't ask for a lot but a library book there's a it's just a lovely thing Mm, something sweet in the health food shop is the part that stuck out in my mind there no (laughs) need if you want these fake chocolatey things they're they're equally as bad for you i'm sure because they're full of all kinds of of syrups and honeys and cacao and all kinds of dark chocolate but in my head I can justify eating more of them because I bought them in the health food shop I'm presuming the library you went to was Rathmines was it? Yes it was I've well, always gone to Rathmines and then went across the road to the health food shop if you went around the corner there's a Thunders bakery there just get a so, big cake yes. get yourself a cake <laughs> a book and cake a cup of tea it sounds like heaven to me exactly actually there's a fantastic library up in Ballyroan yes there is I used to go there as a child it, it has substantially changed since then I'd love to see it. Uh, does it compare to the Deliri Library, which is fabulous? I haven't been in that one, but I believe it's fantastic Wonderful. as well. Yeah, it no, is. just the, the the ones up the like the the one in the one in Rathmines is more like an old library, which is great. That's yes. the one I, I use as well. But the one in Ballyroan is is has serious kit going on up there. I must give it a go. All the youngsters you see go in there. Yeah, it's a cool thing to do to go and study in you know Swords Library or whatever, where they have all the all the fancy stuff. Hmm, indeed. Great, great kids section. Oh, and uh, you would be you would know about that kind of thing. I do love kids books. Hmm. You need to be writing one. I keep telling you. <laughs> uh, let's go on to our wild card. What have we got? Oh, hold well, on, hold on. Let's let's pretend we have a jingle. Let's go on to the next thing. Ding! Wild card. How, who did you hire to say that? That was amazing. <laughs> Almost as if we have a professional voiceover artist in the studio, live. There you go. (laughs) My wild card comes from Sky News, which they they sometimes just do the weirdest stories, which I love about them. Woman describes horror at finding snake and 17 babies under her bed after reptile gave birth. So not human babies, snake babies. Hmm. Don't worry, it happened in Georgia. It didn't happen here. But she tells how she was scared, bleepless. Oh, no, wait. Shirtless. I was so disappointed. (laughs) I was so excited. I was like, Sky wrote a swear word. I was so excited about that. But shirtless. She was scared shirtless. She was so scared her shirt came off um, that the surprise reptilian encounter at her home, she said she has a slight feeling there might be more than one left, despite an expert safely, allegedly, removing the creatures nothing safe about 18 snakes writhing under your bed so she was about to go to sleep and she saw a piece of fuzz on the floor and then it moved and then she realized it was snake babies and this is why i don't live in georgia hmm that's gonna scare you now isn't it 
I I already check under my bed for, for all eventualities every night. Uh, the snakes are barely visible. They're blending into the carpet. I'm looking at disgusting photos here. Snakes freak me out. I don't like them. I don't get the point. I don't... I, they're, they can exist, but not in my house. And at least they weren't poisonous, but that's not what I want to see when I'm getting into bed at night time. No, ma'am. But snakes must be... They must do some good in the whole ecosystem. They must have some important job, but they can do that in private. Yeah. I don't make them watch me edit kids' shows. <laughs> so they shouldn't make me watch them do whatever it is they do. Mm, mm. I don't like a snake, I have to say. No, I like the big yellow yolks. The mm, big, there's like big what about yellow Big Bird from Sesame Street? They look, they're like the big bird. There's, there's a breed of snake that are yellow and they're kind of cool, but um, not for me otherwise. So what differentiates, I know the color obviously, those kind of snakes and other snakes that you hate? What's the difference? Uh, color actually. <laughs> a nice happy yellow snake is one thing, but like something that looks poisonous or black or that's got like spots or red or green or something proper reptilian looking with the eyes no thank you so this yellow thing could be just as dangerous but hey it's yellow it's cute though no that's fair enough yeah <laughs> can't argue with that and Britney Spears I think had one in uh, whether it's I don't know how that went down with the animal rights activists but I remember seeing that snake I think it's called banana it features in a few different kind of Hollywoody things it's like a snake that's trained and it, it performs with people I don't know how the snake feels about that but it was a cute snake well listen a gig's a gig isn't it it's a gig, poor snake. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think you get away with that now. I think people would uh, come after you. With no, I don't know about that. Save at all. the snakes. Don't know about that at all at all. Uh, my wild card is, and I'm going to finish off the 170 hypothetical questions that'll give your brain a workout. Excellent. I need a good workout. Yeah, we've, we've done some of these before, but uh, I well, love these. Not the ones that that we're going to do now. And it, this will finish this list, so I can take it off my list if you like. Um, I don't. Did we do this before? Would you take something that removes your body's need for sleep if it was given to you? No, I would not. We haven't done that. You did pain before, right? So I would keep pain. I would also keep sleep because it's one of my favorite things. But if you didn't need it, I. It's such a luxury. Sleep is a wonderful thing. And if I'm having a bad day, I just want to close my eyes for eight hours. I want to keep sleep. And I love dreaming. I dream vividly every night. We'll get into that again. <laughs> um, w- would you wish to travel to the future and be present at your own funeral? No, because then I'd have a countdown clock and I'd know when I was going to pop and I'd be like, oh, if I do this now, I'll have 20 more years of this. So I would like to to go to my own funeral to see, did I, was I kind enough to enough people (laughs) that they turned up, showed up or do I have some more work to do in the interim? But no, if I knew when I was going to die, it would take the good away because I would feel like it was coming towards me. I like the fact that I don't know when I'm going to die because it makes me feel more immortal. Which of, co- which of course you are. And I just trust I'll be ready for it when it happens. Hmm. Would you? Um, would I? Wouldn't really interest me, no. And I, I think you're, 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 we're, we're back with a delay there for a second. I think um, if, if I needed to work harder to be nicer, I, I, I think you get to an age where you don't care. Okay. I'm open to that. Hmm. You'll get there. It's great. <laughs> I've got a lot to do, though. I mean, I have a lot of boxes left to tick. Well. And a coffin is not one of them. There, there's a lot of ticks out there. <laughs> uh, 
What, what, where would you like to live if you could relocate anywhere and yet make a decent living? I would 100% live in Hawaii. 100%. It's a little bit too far away from my parents, so I'm a, I'm a, a homebird when it comes to my parents. But I, again, I did, as you said earlier, I didn't grow up in Ireland. I don't have a big sense of... Mm-hmm moved around a lot as a kid so I don't have a sense of loyalty to a place it's more my family so if I could bring my parents that'd be great but yes I was so fortunate in that I was able to work in Hawaii as a, a youngster and it was absolutely majestic and if I could do my job and live there even though it's expensive and there's lots of other drawbacks that is 100% what I would do I would live in Maui I, I thought you were going to say anywhere. I thought you were going to say the Philippines at the Mermaid Island I will visit there on my holidays. Obviously. But there are also mermaids in Hawaii, so... Mm, Let's do another one. Uh, Would you go three months without shaving, doesn't occur to you, brushing your teeth or using deodorant for £55,000? I'd do all of that for £55,000. I don't use deodorant. I know. It's one of my... It's one of my... I'm happy enough you're on the Zoom, to be perfectly honest. It's one of my superpowers, I always say. Like, I just, I've never needed it. And because I never started using it, I just just never needed it. And if I don't need something, I'm not going to bother using it. It's, I don't, my hair doesn't get greasy and I don't need deodorant. That's just, those are my superpowers. Yeah, but you, you don't um, put deodorant in your hair, Nick. Maybe, maybe that's why I thought I didn't need it. I've been using <laughs> it in the wrong place. That's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. Um, but yes, I, uh, I would do all of those things. Washing my teeth, I would miss. Yeah. But for, but three, for three months for 55 grand, thanks very much, yes. For 55 grand, yeah, I'll get a really good job done in the dentist before and after, and that'll see me through. Give me the 55k and I'm not paying tax. Exactly. Just as long w- as it's tax-free, Just I'm not paying. W- well, even if I'd, I'd be happy enough with it after tax, to be honest. Um, if, if we'll, we'll do one more because it's the last one. <clears throat> if you could learn any skill you want in the world without trying, which one would you pick? Figure skating. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. I'd love to be an amazing figure skater. Now, granted, it's not a great party piece because there's very seldom that you happen to be on an ice rink, but it is something that I would love to be able to do. Also, if you could figure skate, not only because you wear cool figure skating outfits, but you could probably do some pretty good flips and gymnastics oh, and yeah. stuff without the skates on. So I would, I would transfer it. Those would be my transferable skills for a party piece. I would love that. You've given it a lot of thought. What would yours? <laughs> what would your skill be? I've no idea. <laughs> Something without trying. Well, probably to learn Spanish without having to actually go through the the grief of having to learn Spanish. <laughs> That's probably more useful in a professional context to the figure skating. Although you never know. You do not. And, and listen, you could be out in Tokyo now with your figure skating. I believe the Winter Olympics is at a different time. Okay. <laughs> so they, I could. They call could me. They Tokyo. call me Mr. Sport. You know. Yeah. That is what I have heard. Yes. Call you, all of them call you that. First name, Idiot. (laughs) Mr. Idiot Sport. That's it. (laughs) Our our first name knows nothing about. (laughs) I don't know when the Winter Olympics are on, but I'd better start uh, booking my tickets if I'm suddenly a great figure skater. You should do. My guess is they're probably on during the winter. That would make sense on a number of levels. See? Yes. And they say I know nothing about sport. (laughs) How wrong can they be? These are the insightful comments that you come to this podcast with. Exactly. That's all that research, you see. That's the the research in action. Mm -hmm. We're living our truths. 
Um, we're living our best lives. It, we are just yes, over time. Is just over time as well. Do you want to do the outro? Thank you so much for listening to Look It. Will you listen? You can get in touch. Look it at uniquemedia.ie for the emails, or you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow Mel on Twitter, really, because Mel is a social media guru who handles all the social media. That is at Look It Podcast. We haven't gave, We haven't Twitter. talked about Mel at all this week. No, I try not to talk about Mel because I feel like I'm going to get into loads of trouble for not using social media. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like I just have to buy her a lot of caskets of wine. I don't know what wine comes in. I feel like loads of wine. Does wine come in caskets? Wine does come in caskets. Well, I don't drink it, but I feel like I owe her a lot of wine at this Mm. point for um, all her hard work and... um, She'd probably settle for for a bottle or two. Yes, she is. She's she's on the ball. Actually, I think on the ball. She, she is a sore foot at the, at the moment as well. So um, we will say good luck to her and get well soon. Sorry to hear that, Mel. It's going around unique media. It is going around. Yeah. Subscribe and leave a rating or review if you're pod- on your podcast platform of choice. That would be very kind. There you are If now. you feel so inclined. Exactly. That's us done for another week. I will see you next week. Back to normal time next week. Back to normal time. I am Neve Bennett. And I'm Aldo. And we'll chat to you then. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. Look it. We listen. Produced by Unique Media.